even if shit hits the fan and we end up without money, without material belongings, without a, a badge of success from the world of conformity or the world of rules, you know, our spirits will still be laughing. They'll still be dancing around the fire, looking up at the stars, singing songs of joy and divinity. We came, we saw, we said, fuck it. We truly lived. I am Heath Armstrong. This is Never Stop Peaking. It's depressing like a dimple on your butt. If you behave, you'll get a nickel you can spend on stuff. And in time, you'll get a dime if you impress your boss. So you can buy some more stuff just to numb your thoughts. You've been a space-driven higgity hunk of me since birth. Flying through the universe on a rock called Earth. Composed of stardust with an emotional gut. Why you letting conformity slam you up the butt? You're not one fucks, two fucks, red fucks, blue fucks. You can play duck hunt and wait around for luck. Or you can rent a big truck and drive your vision. Build a palace to the moon. Your schmuck friends piss their pants Get up and dance, rocket ship that booty Take a chance for your freedom, miggity milk that booby Cause when the fear attacks, it tries to crack What you're thinking, fuck no, you'll never stop peeking Hi-da-ho Welcome, welcome, welcome I'm so pumped and, and, and on just truly grateful to be able to connect with you in this medium. Uh, it's it's going to be a good one today. I want to talk about the probability of you existing. What is the probability of you existing? And you know, in this episode, you're going to find out. I just got back from this past weekend's relief outing that I do over it with my sister and, and my brother-in-law kind of go out into nature and plan these trips and bring other people together in nature to show the healing powers, to show the power of exploration. And this past weekend, we got to just like get blasted by these massive waterfalls. We were at Fall Creek Falls in Tennessee, which has the tallest, largest waterfall east of, of the Rockies. And this thing was beast mode. I mean, I've been to that place multiple times growing up as a child, and I've never seen it anywhere close to the amount of water that was flowing through it. I did climb all the way down, took the trail down to the base of the main falls. And even though the power was so strong and would would kind of push you back over and over again, I got as close as I could up on this big boulder and just did some chanting, did some spinning. Uh, It was nuts. Um, So I'm charged up. I'm charged up from the water. I'm thinking about a lot of things universally. I'm thinking about the concept of playing. And I want to talk about the probability of existence. So there, there are more stars in the universe than there are grains of sand on all of the beaches of earth. This phrase was, was kind of blowing people's minds apart when Carl Sagan said it many years ago. he's an astrologist. And, you know, some, when I, when I started diving into the, the research behind that, you know, trying to figure out where he got the quote, who whose research supported it and all of that. I was led to a rabbit hole that I pretty much ended up looking at this guy named Dr. J, J, Dr. Jason Marshall recently, who did the calculation out about this, this particular phrase. So there are more stars in the universe than there are grains of sand on all of the beaches of earth. 
So these smart people with baller computers led by Dr. Jason Marshall estimate that there are more stars visible from our planet, from these super telescopes, than there are grains of sand on the earth. Now, I think I couldn't, it was hard for me to figure out if they were talking about grains of sand like under the ocean too or just like beach banks and all of that but the calculations got pretty intense so it's blowing my fucking mind and what i got to in in brief summaries is our own milky way galaxy has approximately 100 to 400 billion stars visible alone in itself which is insane i mean the sun is just one of those stars the sun is the the light of our lives right 100 to 400 billion stars visible alone in the Milky Way galaxy. In 2016, researchers predicted that there are likely to be more than 2 trillion galaxies <laughs> galaxies observable in the universe after they spent some time studying some new images from the Hubble Space Telescope. Now, of course, there are, no, there are no telescopes that can observe the entirety of the universe, so this number could be infinite. But think about this. 200 trillion different galaxies with hundreds of billions of stars each. Holy fuck. Are you getting hot and bothered yet? Are you getting goosebumps? This very quickly jumps to the conclusion that you were probably a miracle or a god, or a fairy, or all of the above, or have been, or will be, or always are, or are currently being in infinite dimensions at the same time. And it links into this study that I have been sort of follow. I first found this a couple years ago, but it, it, it plugs right into this. And it's a study by another baller, uh, Dr. Ali Benazir, I, I'm not really good with pronunciation, but it's B-I-N-A-Z-I-R, Benazir. He studied at Harvard. I think he was at Cambridge, um, a couple other places. He has quite a bit of degrees when I look into him, but he estimates that your existence is the probability of 2 million people getting together each to play a game of dice with a trillion-sided dice. They each roll the die and they all come up with the same number. For example, 444 billion, 444 million, 444,444. So say 2 million people about the size of you know San Diego all roll a die and it all lands on the same number. So that is absolutely insane, right? And this, this is the probability in the calculation that he does. This is the probability of 1 in 10 to the 2,685,000th power. Now that, in comparison to the probability of known atoms in the universe, which is just 10 to the 80th power, is absolutely mind-boggling. So what this means is that you are supernatural. You are supernatural and Cupid is not stupid. Right? There's a reason that you're here as well. Now, there were around 180 million semen warriors that started the mighty race for reproduction when Cupid did launch his, his love arrow at your parents. 
And these warriors swarmed through crowded villages, and they mazed through tunnels, and they battled through the great protectors in the queen's ovary palace. These forces that didn't want them to get through, that wanted to stay away from the ovary palace. But for the few that made it through, they made it through the marathon, they made it past the guards, it took teamwork to break down that fortress that protected the shining egg of life. They had to work together. But once they broke it, there was only one victor that slipped through the crack first and fertilized the egg. And that hybrid life force, that victor, that semen warrior that slipped through and started bonding with the egg, that became you. That is who you are. That was a version of your life force. My, 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 how have you transformed? So next time that you are questioning your powers, remember that you are the prize of Mother Nature's most impossible race. You are a superpower combination of the fiercest marathon warrior in the rarest egg of life. Cupid isn't stupid, yo. Homeboy just knew the world needed you real, real bad. So since you've already accomplished the impossible, what, what do you do now? I'm going to talk about that in just a moment after I hit these tunes. Get a little boogie boogie. Make sure you stand up, shake your beauty. Call in the, the abundance gods. Call in all of your protectors, all of your future visions of who you want to become. Say thanks for all that you have been. And when we get back, we'll dive into that. So since you've already accomplished the impossible, what if you allow yourself to just relax? How will it feel when you give yourself permission to play, to remove expectation, to lean into peace? You are pulsating with unconditional love and support from the universe. Will you allow your visions of exploration and creativity and adventures to flood your brain and heart? Will you say yes? Will you taste the mountain rivers and smell the wildflowers and rediscover what it's like to be wild and raw and fucking gritty? Get some muddle over the bottom of your feet? Get some muddle over your face? Climb up that apple tree and scream cowabunga as you swing down into the glorious elixirs of all of earth? Will you build that fire and rub charcoal all over your body and dance around like a madman? Will you look at the moon and howl like the werewolf? You know, I'm here with you. And there are lots of us here with you. And even if shit hits the fan and we end up without money, without material possessions, or without a badge of success from the world of conformity and rules, our spirits will still be laughing and dancing around the fire and looking up at the stars, and singing songs of joy and divinity 
We came. We saw. We said, fuck it. And we truly lived. It is my honor to walk this path next to you. Creative maniac quote for this episode is an Alan Watts quote. And I don't always just do Alan Watts and Carl Jung, but I've been in rabbit holes recently. And this is actually two Watts quotes put together, but I like them together. The more a thing tends to be permanent, the more it tends to be lifeless. No one is more dangerously insane than the one who is sane all the time. Just let that sit in for a second. The more a thing tends to be permanent, the more it tends to be lifeless. No one is more dangerously insane than the one who is sane all the time. So today I just, I ask you to take a moment to step outside of your normal routines and habits and do something backwards. Do something insane. Do something wild. Perhaps go wash in a creek or paint your body and dance around a candle or write, draw, and paint your visions onto something beautiful. Lean into it with love and compassion. When you allow yourself permission to relax and play, you teach others how to do the same. We need this collective shift. Our world needs it really bad right now. So lead by example. Play, do something wild, explore. Do the shit that makes your your hair stand up. Do the exhilarating stuff. If not now, then when? Is there really anything better to do? Can you really justify filling your time with something that isn't exhilarating or full of life or full of adventure or exploration? If you think that you can justify not doing it, then you may end up looking back at the end of your life and thinking, wow, I could have done so much more. I could have been so much more. But you don't have to be that person. You can release now. You can play now. You can pray now. You can become your visions right now. Commit, take action, and become. Thank you so for, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this post from the Never Stop Peaking podcast. You can read and share the written versions of these at heatharmstrong.com. This one in particular will be at heatharmstrong.com forward slash probability. The link will also be in the show notes. I make affirmation card decks, um, journaling systems, and other cool things to help you crush your resistance gremlins and, and, and overcome these hard fears and create the life that you love. You can check out the affirmation decks at ragecreate.com. We had a lot of success last year launching the second version on Kickstarter, and it's finally publicly available, so check those out there. And as always, you can message me directly at heath at fistpumps.com. You can respond on the website, leave a comment, respond to my emails if you're on the email list to get these updates in written format. And yeah, share this with someone you love. 
Share it with a friend. Share it with somebody who you think could use the message. We all need each other more than ever. Until next time. Peace. Ta-da. There's a place called space and it's got the magic. There's a place called space and it's got the balls. There's a place called space and it's got the passion. There's a place called space where we can smash the walls. There's a place called space where we'll face fuck conformity and the chatter of incompetence is slaughtered at birth. In this place called space, we'll build a factory as Muslim. We'll assemble with our minds and sell to earth.